AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke real and you can tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way you are listening to the dan patrick show on fox sports radio hour two on this thursday dan and the danettes dan patrick show come on in stay a while if you can we'll talk to Trevor Lawrence, the Jags quarterback, in about 15 minutes from now. The voice of the Knicks, Mike Breen. He'll join us coming up in an hour. And Dominique Wilkins, the former Atlanta Hawks great. He's part of the Hawks broadcast team. Last night, it was festive at the Garden. The Knicks, they came from behind to beat the Hawks, even the series at a game apiece. Jazz survived John Morant. They even the series at a game apiece. 76ers rolled the Wizards. And uh, a fan or fans dump popcorn on Russell Westbrook. We will uh, bring back some of the sound from Russell post game tonight. Bucks, Heat, Suns, Lakers, Nuggets, and the Blazers. Our phone number 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Say good morning to our radio partners, part of the Fox Sports Radio lineup, iHeartRadio, and our TV partner, streaming all three hours for free on Peacock. Last hour, I mentioned uh, Diana Russini, the uh, NFL reporter for the Mothership, tweeted that the Falcons have discussed several trade offers for Julio Jones, including an offer for a future first-round draft pick per sources. There's a sense around the league a trade could go down as early as next week, and that's because the uh, salary cap hit changes dramatically after June 1st. And you're probably, if you're giving up, which I don't think they'll get a future first-round pick for Julio Jones... But even if you do, you're probably going to have to pick up some of his salary. You know, the Falcons will pick up probably some of it as well. But if you're trying to handicap this, I think the Chargers are one of the favorites, along with the Patriots and the Titans. But until more information comes out of where Julio wants to go, does he have a no trade, McLovin? I don't, I, think, I don't he, think so. I haven't heard that. I haven't either, but I'm just curious. Sometimes I ask these questions that maybe need to be asked because if he wants out, okay, where do you want to go? And what if you get a better offer for Julio Jones and Julio Jones doesn't want to go to that team? But see if you can find that out. But I, I don't think he has a no trade clause. I just, uh, I just was Googling him. It says, by the way, the Titans job jumped to the top of the odds Yeah, as of yesterday. I was, I was surprised. I, everyone's talking about the Colts. All the experts say he'd be a great fit with the Colts. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about them. The Titans, definitely. Uh, the Chargers, 
and then uh, the Patriots. But it feels like the Patriots are always in there. Like, you just throw it out. Nobody's going to refute anything with the Patriots because they're not going to comment on anything you can say. They're going to go, yeah, Julio's friends with Cam Newton. Okay. Uh, Does he want to go there and play in that system? Does he want to play for Bill Belichick? I don't know. By the way, Quick Search says he does not have a no-trade clause. We'll try and confirm that for sure. All right. Well, thank you. Monday, May 31st, American Ninja. I always want to say American Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior is back. New ninjas, rising stars, now teenagers. And a new age of ninja begins. Catch the season premiere, American Ninja Warrior, this Monday at 8 Eastern on NBC. Streaming right here on Peacock the next day. The uh, matchup is set for the next high-profile golf match. Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson versus Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. That'll be July 6th. And it's off to a pretty good start, a pretty petty start. you got to love it. Brady had a series of funny tweets, including a photo. Uh, Brooks Kepka looking disgusted at Bryson DeChambeau with a caption about Aaron Rodgers being disgusted at the decision to kick a field goal down seven in the playoffs. Meanwhile, Kepka and DeChambeau still going at it on social media. This is great. I mean, Brady's 43. He's acting like he's 23 here. But I like it. Back and forth. You don't always hear it, but you get the sense that these guys do talk trash at an uh, elite level, which should make for some fun TV. I was privy to sit at a table, Lou Holtz, Digger Phelps, Quinn Buckner, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, after a round of golf at the Jim Valvano Golf Tournament. This is a couple of decades ago. And it got spirited. But it got spirited because Barkley started giving Michael Jordan a little bit of grief. And Mike wasn't taking anything. He was not going to take anything. And he turned and fired and kept firing about Charles never winning a championship. I felt uncomfortable sitting there. And I, it, it's as if I'm at a tennis match and, you know, where they're kind of volleying. And then I realized there's no more volleys. It's just aces. Like Jordan is just serving aces here. And look, when you got scoreboard on your side, and, you know, but Charles... Charles was having some fun because there was an audience there. And then all of a sudden, you know, he tugged on Superman's cape, and then all of a sudden Mike goes, no, we're done. Boom, 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 boom. And Mike doesn't jab. Mike knocks out. Yes, Todd? Did you think it was going to get physical at all? It was just Barkley was getting humiliated by Jordan. No. They were, at the time, really good friends. But no, it's not. I couldn't imagine they're going to be throwing down at a Jim Valvano celebrity golf event. What did he say? He said, I didn't win a championship. Oh, okay. Of course. That's why you throw down there. So why would Barkley tease MJ in the first place, knowing that he's going to go right to the no championships? I don't know if he knew he was going there, but he was just, Charles just has fun. When, when, when you're with Charles, he's very inclusive. He has fun. He can make fun of himself. Jordan doesn't make fun of himself. That doesn't happen. And Charles, I think, was just having some fun with the people around the table. And then you realized that this is how Mike usually ends conversations like this. Yes, he just sounds exhausting to be around. Uh, Jordan? Uh, all the time. Like, dude, just turn it off for a second, oh, please. Okay, Mike, tell us about the shot against the Utah Jazz. Tell us about the national title game against Georgetown. Just. Chill out, dude. Can't we just play a round of golf without you being like, you have no rings. Like, okay, man. Wouldn't it be great if if you you had Jordan in on a a funnier die skit where (laughs) all he does is tell you how great he was? Because obviously everybody tells Mike how great he is. But just to have Mike where, you know, you're out with him and he's just like, man, you remember when I, you know, that time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I won that championship. I would love to see one day if like Michael Jordan is in studio and he picks up a basketball, takes a shot, and you go, you know, you're doing that wrong. Oh, what would the because Ray Ray Allen's reaction when you said that was not very positive in the moment? No, it wasn't. Michael Jordan's, I believe, would not be as also as positive. But I would say to Jordan, <laughs> you know, hey, let's shoot. Let's let's. You get 15 shots, I get 15 shots. Let's go. 
and see what you got. Now, then he would say, well, what are we playing for? Because Mike doesn't play for nothing. And then you would say whatever makes you nervous. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Because, look, if you lose to me, mm, that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's going to sting. I got nothing to lose here. Mike has everything to lose. His entire empire comes crumbling down if yeah, he loses. Nike drops him. Yes. We saw that coming. <laughs> now, this just in. Nike just dropped Michael Jordan after losing a game of horse to Dan Patrick. <laughs> now, I wouldn't do horse because he could do trick shots, too. It'd be just jumpers. We'd just go. And Mike's not a three-point shooter. We, we'll shoot 18-footers. But, boy, is he going to be talking. And I might, too, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Are you scared? Jordan? Yeah. Okay. Air, Jordan? Air. Air, Jordan? That'll rattle him. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Mike. You know, now we're really not going to get him on the show. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I wasn't in the documentary. So I, they had a, a documentary that was longer than the documentary on the Civil War, and I didn't, I didn't make the Jordan documentary. No, I didn't take it personally. Yes, Paul. Michael doesn't seem like a guy who uh, apologizes a lot. Like there's, you know, he and Barkley had that thing where he said he's surrounded by yes men. That's yeah. about four years ago. They haven't spoken since. Barkley gets asked about it once in a while in interviews. He goes, haven't talked. Yes. And he's like, I'm not expecting a call. This, I mean, this is going wire to wire probably. Yeah. Mike does not seem a guy like a guy's going to like make amends. No, <laughs> because people called him out as an owner, but rightfully so. Like Mike wasn't a good owner. That's all. I mean, he's such a great player. Not a, he wasn't a great owner. And do I like the team that he has now? Yeah, I think he's got something there, but he, he hasn't been a great owner. And he, he didn't draft well. He listened to me and took LaMelo Ball. The greatest spectacle in racing returns this month. The 105th running of the Indianapolis 500 Sunday at 11 Eastern, only on NBC. So I mentioned what happened last night. Bucks Heat, Suns Lakers, Nuggets Blazers. That'll be coming up. Some phone calls here. Let me start with uh, Jeff in Detroit. Good morning, Jeff. What up, though? One time for chat row. What's happening, fellas? Listen, Dan, as you were talking about the Knicks, oh, first of all, shout out to Marvin. I love the beginning of the show, but you guys were talking about the Knicks, and I'm wondering, what would a hardcore New York fan like Rich Eisen, who follows you on Peacock, which one would he want first? The NBA championship for the Knicks or the Jets to win the Super Bowl? I'm going to guess Jets, but I don't know. But thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm going to guess Rich being a lifelong Jets fan. 73 the last time for the Knicks, 69 for the Jets. So maybe the Jets. I think Rich would be happy if they just settled on a, a really good quarterback. Like We just had a good quarterback. How about a wild card appearance by the Jets? <laughs> don't want to get too greedy here. Uh, Rick in Florida joins us. Rick, thanks for holding. What do you have for me? Well, I, I was listening to the discussion about Russell Will uh, Westbrook and yeah. the popcorn, and I think I think it's a little broader uh, scope than that. I think that um, that overall in society, people talk trash more than they used to. You see it on the, the street. You could be a, a principal and be someone be yelling the similar things or just as rude. And I think that because it happens to someone that's as public as Russell, which shouldn't happen, we kind of get myopic and focus on this is a sports problem, this is a sports and fans problem, but really it's not. It's a it's an overall societal problem of how we address each other. All right. Well, thank you, Rick. And, and you're probably accurate. You know, I try to keep it in the sports world, but yeah, probably so. Yeah, see. And you know, you can sort of spend your entire day, if you choose to, um, mm. virtually pouring popcorn on other people via social media. Yep. You know, it's real easy to dump popcorn and say crappy things to each other on social media. Yep. And then occasionally that seems to be uh, bleeding over into real life more and more a little bit. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point with uh, social media. Ryan in Maryland. Hey, Ryan, what's on your mind today? Hey, what's going on, Dad? Um, I'm still laughing at the intro by you guys with the Knicks. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I was calling really to 
speak on the Russell Westbrook situation. Um, you know, you guys hit it right on the head as far as social media. Again, I wouldn't be a celebrity on social media due to I'm the type of person that just has to say something back. I got to do something back. So it's like, you know, I don't understand why big time celebrities even have social media, but with the Russell Westbrook situation, it just saddens me that people are still doing this kind of stuff. And I remember after the uh, Ron Artest incident, when they went into the stands about how they was talking about um, they might, you know, fans are not going to be satisfied until they bring basketball back to when fans are, were like in, in like some type of cages, like over the stands or whatnot. So, I mean, maybe that's what they might have to do, but I really don't, if this is still going on, I mean, I, I don't know, no other way for it to stop then other than that or not let fans of the games yeah you got to have fans so. in there because of you know the revenue here and and they used to have a cage uh back in the the old days with the NBA I think 40s and 50s, they were called cagers basketball player was called a cager but they had a cage that you played in I don't know if you can find some documentation on that. Yeah, absolutely. You immediately pull up an image. Uh, It's a guy, people crowding around a metal cage watching basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And you were known as a cager. That was a good cager. Michael Cage, former LA Clipper. Mm. Yeah. Fritzy. Thank you. 80s reference. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people out there going, yeah, Michael Cage. All right. Great. He's probably driving around his car going, what the hell? Oh, Wow. I don't even know younger people know Nicolas Cage, let alone Michael Cage. No, they know Nicolas Cage. Has anybody produced more movies that go straight to video than Nicolas Cage? Because sometimes you'll go through the titles. Like you'll go to Netflix, a streaming service, and you'll go, God, when did he put out this movie? Wait, when did he put out that movie? There were probably five movies that I came across last week. Not trying to, by the way. It'd be Nicolas Cage. And I went... Like, has he been in more movies than Morgan Freeman? Yeah, Paulie. I've got the last 10 years of Nicolas Cage's career. All right. Uh, inconceivable. Mom and Dad. Oh, that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's inconceivable that he's done them. <laughs> okay. These are all movies. Okay. In the past five years. Okay. The Humanity Bureau. Nope. Mandy. Tremendous movie. <laughs> so I'm not kidding. Mandy was awesome. Okay. That's a horror movie, right? It, yeah, it's a horror movie. It was phenomenal. Oh, someone saw it. Okay, a great movie. Looking Glass, Between Worlds, A Score to Settle, Color Out of Space, Running with the Devil, Kill Chain, Primal, Primal, A Grand Isle, Prisoners of the Ghostland, Willie's Wonderland. That's all in the past five years. This guy never sleeps. But I, th- I think he has to make all these movies because doesn't he buy castles? That was the his bankruptcy is the best thing in the world. It's like a lottery winner. Not he's for got, him. He's got like seven castles and three islands and a f- you know five thousand sword collection. <laughs> and like a, all that stuff. And he's like, I'm broke. I and a couple ex wives too. Johnny yeah. Depp's like that guy's got to get his finances. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Would you blow it on castles and swords or wine and... Uh, Women. Villas, I guess. Yeah, I'd probably uh, do... I, well, I don't know. I, I think given how much money they have, you could probably blow it on all, all the above there. <laughs> but the number of movies... Uh, Johnny Depp's not doing movies where you go, oh, you, you did that movie? Nicolas Cage is doing movies where you go. It's like he's the... Steven Seagal is the the uh, action hero of Nicolas Cage. Like, you just go, what? He did that movie? Yeah, McLovin. I overheard a conversation the other day. might have been the backroom guys about whether the movie Face Off, where he switched faces with John Travolta, whether there was any realisticness to that. Uh, and some guy was like, yeah, I, I could see that happening. The number of people, whenever I joke about Face Off and they say, oh, it's a great movie, I go, no, it wasn't. Oh, are you kidding me? Face off? It's great. And I go, man, what is great anymore? Like, if that's great, like, what's Citizen Kane? Yeah, Paul. There's a big difference, though, between great movie and movie you'll watch. Because Face Off is not a great movie. I watched it four nights ago. I watched it back. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm being totally honest. I saw it like Face Off. Fantastic. It's not a great movie, but it sure does kill an hour or two. All right. 
Gone in 60 seconds, I like Nicolas Cage. What was his name? Like Montana or something? Uh, Memphis Reigns. Memphis. No, Memphis. Yeah. I got that in my head. <laughs> Memphis Reigns. You want to go? I'll go. Angelina Jolie's name? Okay, uh, I think I got it. Sphinx. Sphinx? I, someone check it for me. Okay. I think it was, it was like her nickname or something. So the problem with Gone in 60 Seconds is that Fast and Furious... Oh, happened. Well, that was after. Yeah. Like, they had it. They had it. Gone in 60 seconds. They had it before Fast and Furious. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Fast and Furious came along. I saw that first one. I went, this is going to kill. <laughs> you got beautiful cars, beautiful women. Yep. You got Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. You got it all right there. Yeah, McLovin. Um, by the way, I think... Peak Nicolas Cage is Con Air and The Rock. Those are the two iconic Nicolas. I like him in, uh, is it uh, Moonstruck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Cher. I like him in Valley Girl. Valley Girl, all right. But the superhero Nicolas Cage, that era where he was at the A-list of all A-list, I think it's Con Air. It's not his fight, his acting performance. Yeah. Yes, yes, Todd. I liked It Could Happen to You, where they win the million dollars with oh, the yeah. waitress. Yeah. And then there was the Tia Leone one, where he, he was sick of his life. He was all rich with fancy cars and everything, and he just wanted to get back with the one that got away. I just thought that was a really uh, You really haven't cool seen one. a movie since the early 90s. That's true. You're, but I do like those I mean, two you're particular not Nicolas Cage movies. Siskel and Ebert. I'm not. You got Angelina Jolie's name? Yeah, in Gone with 60 Seconds, her name was Sway, not Sphinx. I was, that's close. <laughs> I got to get half a point. Uh, Sway. <laughs> and she had a dreadlocks. Yeah. And, yeah. There were some great cars in there. Yes, McLovin. By the way, just want to... Raising Arizona is a different category yes. because I know how much you respect that movie. I, I thought it was a brilliant performance in Raising Arizona. Uh, what's the... Leaving Las Vegas? We yeah, say that. but after a while, I wanted him to die. Yeah, you're kind of ready for him to die. I get that. Like Elizabeth Shue was great in there. That's an awesome movie, though. That really is. Depressing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, depressing. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Yes, Paul. Honeymoon in Vegas with James Caan and Sarah... Jessica Parker. Parker. Yeah. Smoke show in that movie, Mm. by the way. That's a good movie. Mm. Honeymoon in Vegas. It's very different than leaving Las Vegas. If you're going to rent one, it's a lot different (laughs) than the other. A lot different. Yes, McLovin. Uh, adaptation? Any uh, adaptation fans? Charlie Kaufman, when him and Meryl Streep are chasing the orchid? Oh, my God. You guys don't know this movie? I, I, I remember the name. He played this title. screenwriter named Charlie Kaufman. It's probably his best performance. I think he got nominated. It's an artsy movie. All right. Let's resume. Con Air. Let's resume our regularly scheduled program. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will join us coming up next. And did we settle on the over-under of Tim Tebow questions that I'm going to ask? I set it at one and a half. Is anybody going over? Nobody's going over. All right. 21 after the hour, Trevor Lawrence joins us next year on the Dan Patrick Show. With the increase in remote workers, cyber criminals have targeted small businesses with attacks on mobile devices. Once a hacker gains access to just one device on a business network, they become they're able to access a whole lot more. They can get access to the entire network and they're going to get data, uh, deliver malware. Just, you know, once again, it's a reminder, a not so subtle reminder of understanding how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. That's why it's great that there's LifeLock detecting a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale in the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. No one, of course, can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But keep what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year using the promo code Patrick. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Go to LifeLock.com. Promo code Patrick for up to 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, You deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota with at&t in-car wi-fi elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable wi-fi hotspot connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle making it ideal for camping and road trips don't miss out on the fun embark on your next adventure today visit att.com slash in-car wi-fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Top of the hour, the Hall of Fame announcer for the Knicks, Mike Breen, following that very festive win last night against the Atlanta Hawks. And speaking of the Hawks, Dominique Wilkins, part of the broadcast team. Neek will join us uh, coming up in the final hour as well. He's Trevor Lawrence, the Jags quarterback, joining us on behalf of Gatorade. To learn more about uh, the Gatorade Player of the Year program, visit playeroftheyear.gatorade.com or check out Gatorade P-O-Y on YouTube as we make way for the first first overall pick of the Jags. Trevor Lawrence joining us on the program. You know, I was wondering, you just got there. How difficult is it to uh, try to remember everybody's name? It's hard. Yeah, I'm trying trying to do that right now. I've learned a lot of a lot of the guys and a lot of the whole just buildings names of, of all the people and staff, everyone. Uh, that's something that's important to me. So it's been hard. It's like going to, you know, your first day of school or something and trying to remember everyone's name. <laughs> okay, but how do you fool people? If you don't know their names, what's your go-to? Well, I mean, honestly, people that I'm even really close with, I, I'm not calling them by name that much anyway. So it's always like, what's up, man? How you <laughs> I already kind of talk like that. Or, what's up, dude? Like, so I already do that. So it doesn't really sound any different anyways, which is, which is good. But yeah, I definitely don't like that feeling of not knowing someone's name. What was your second best sport? Second best sport? Uh, probably basketball. I mean, I, I wasn't great. I was okay. But I really, I really liked playing basketball. That was the one other sport that I actually played kind of like just for fun when I wasn't playing football. So I've always really, really loved playing basketball. But you're tall. You're expected yeah. to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I could shoot a little bit. I'm one of those guys that was tall, but really liked to shoot and try to handle the ball. I wasn't very good at it, but that's like what I wanted to do. <laughs> I didn't want to get in there and get rebounds. Who plays basketball the way you played in high school? Um, it's a hard question. I Nobody probably. I'd be playing basketball if I played like anyone. <laughs> well, well, no, had a similar game like that guy, you know, just shot out a tall guy like Dirk Nowitzki. Like, uh, I, I guess that's a lofty uh, comparison. So <laughs> I guess that you could use that. Who's the defender that you look forward to playing against? Um, to be honest, I haven't really, I mean, there's, there's so many great ones. I haven't really been focused on one guy, uh, from a specific team that I'm looking forward to playing against. I've been trying to 
skis this learning curve and prepare as, as well as I can to be ready. So I haven't even really thought about it, but there's a, there's a ton of good ones. So it's going to be fun. So um, I know we play in LA this year. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys from each team that are, it's going to be a, a fun challenge. What about former teammates who now get a chance to hit you? Oh, that's one. I, and that was the first one I should have said. I actually talked to Christian Wilkins. Oh, play. You know, we played the Dolphins in in London. So I uh, <laughs> told him I was going to take him out to dinner before we play. So maybe <laughs> I'll something. That's a veteran move on your part there. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't going for it. So we'll see. When did you start to think that you could be an NFL quarterback? Like what age? Yeah, uh, I don't know, honestly. I think probably sometime in high school that became more realistic and, and something I really was thinking more about accomplishing. Um, as a kid, though, I'll, I'll be the first to say it wasn't really like a, a dream of mine necessarily. I don't even think I went that far. It was more, I just want to be a college quarterback. That was what I grew up watching. I didn't watch as much NFL as I did college. So that was kind of always my dream was, hey, I want to go to a big big school and play quarterback. And then as I got older, that became, okay, I'm going to do that. That's kind of the next step. And then it's looking forward, like, let's see how far we can take this. So probably sometime in high school, sophomore, freshman, sophomore year. I'm not, not really sure. Who's funnier, Urban Meyer or Dabo? <laughs> it depends on what, what kind of sense of humor you are. Um, I think Coach, Coach, Sweeney or, Coach Sweeney is funnier to laugh at. For sure. Hat. <laughs> yeah, then, then Coach Meyer. Coach Sweeney's just goofy. Um, Coach Coach Meyer's a little bit more dry sense of humor, um, but he's he's awesome. So both are different, but similar in the way they lead. And it's been it's been interesting getting to see the um, different personalities. But I really have a, lot, a ton of respect and enjoy being around both of them. He's Trevor Lawrence, the Jags quarterback. Um, what happened on draft night? Where you didn't have your your phone on? The Jags are trying to call. No, I had I had it on. I, I don't know what happened. Um, I didn't get the calls. So I my my place in Clemson is the service is terrible. I'm out kind of in the woods, um, far out there. So I guess it just didn't get to me because I was sitting there waiting on them. Uh, kind of got nervous there for a second. Did you get nervous at all? I mean, did you did you start to think, oh my gosh, you know, maybe they're taking Zach Wilson? No, not really. I was, uh, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really sweat it too much, but I was, and I didn't know that they tried to call me until I got there the next day when I was visiting and they were like, Dude, we, we, I guess we either had the wrong number or whatever. They called me from coach Meyer's phone. So no, I wouldn't, I wasn't too worried. I was just like, dang, it's a long 10 minutes to sit here and wait on someone to call you. <laughs> it's not how the process is supposed to go. Yeah. Um, did you, did you have a honeymoon? Did you have time for a honeymoon? No, not yet. We're planning on uh, taking one in July when we get a little bit of time. But we, we stayed at the wedding venue for a couple of days after we got married. And then just it was such a crazy time. I really didn't have time to go take a week or so and just be alone. So we're looking forward to, to doing that later this summer. When you were a Gatorade player of the year, what did that kind of signify to you? It's just... It was the first time, I guess, I was really um, represented, if you, if you'll say that, by a brand like Gatorade. You know, such a such a big brand that I've been around since I was a kid that I've loved, um, and then <clears throat> kind of combining that with my high school, my team, all that. You know, the success I was able to have it was really special, and um, yeah, I was just able. I'm sure it's kind of where you're leading. I was just able to present the 2021 Gatorade uh, National Football Player of the Year to Jackson yesterday. So that was really special and cool to be a part of kind of on the other side of that. And just really cool to be able to spend a little bit of time with him. This is the the biggest and best high school sports award there is. So for me to, you know, I was the state player of the year to be a part of that when I was in high school, then turn around four years later, three or four years later, whatever it is, and be able to present it to someone national player of the year was really was really cool yeah jackson dart he's uh, out of utah and i know that he's a usc recruit that that sounds like like a quarterback's name like you're throwing darts right pretty cool name he's, yeah. he's a quarterback 
Yeah. Uh, we're about uh, seven or eight minutes in. I haven't asked uh, Tim Tebow a question. Are you impressed by that? Uh, that might be the record. For the last <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have a statement prepared? Is there a question that you want me to ask about Tebow that you're prepared to answer? I'm a, I'm an open book and I don't, you can ask whatever. It's not going to surprise me. <laughs> have you practiced with Tim? I have. We've gotten three practices in together now. I think, I believe it was thir- last Thursday, uh, Monday and yesterday. So what are you, day. what are your impressions? He looks good. Uh, I mean, he's in great shape. He's running well. You can tell he's been training. Uh, he came in here and he's in great shape, like I said. And then I think just mentally, he's picking everything up really quickly. I think it's, it helps him that he played quarterback and he's learned a few different systems. And Have you so yelled at him yet? Because the quarterback gets to yell at people. <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't, uh, I, haven't, I haven't got to yet. He's been – really, he's been awesome. Uh, people have been asking me and – Everything they and I, I didn't know Tim at all until I met him last week, actually. So I never even talked to him. And uh, we've had a few good conversations and everything that you hear about him from what I've been able to tell is true. You know, great character, just a guy you want to be around. You want to have around your team just because he brings another element um, and just a guy that's been through a lot and has won and has done it at a high level. It's, it's, it's cool to be around that and a guy that was so big when I first started getting into into football, you know, I was probably 10 or 11 when he was at Florida. So it's really cool. Now it's just weird. Like being his teammate now is, it's an interesting dynamic, but, but it's, but have you said to him, Hey, I grew up watching you. Like it's probably, yeah, I, I haven't, we have, you know, we've been talking about a lot of different, a lot of other different things, but, and I hadn't really thought about it until someone asked me a couple of days ago. And I was like, dang, you know, this is the guy I grew up watching and playing with on like, NCAA games and stuff. So it is weird. Wait, so of, you were Tebow playing video games? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, good luck. Uh, going to be quite a journey there, but uh, mate, got Urban Meyer though on your side now. You're, you're used to going against Urban. Now he's on your side. No doubt. We got a, well, we got a good group. We're really excited. Everyone's been working hard. So we're excited for this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you, Trevor. And good luck. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it, man. Trevor Lawrence. Learn more about the Gatorade Player of the Year program. Visit playeroftheyear.gatorade.com. All right. Playing Tim Tebow in the NCAA video games 10 years ago. Yes, McLovin? We got some feedback on Twitter that his backdrop was definitely set up by his wife. Because it does not look like he's transitioned into a married guy. It's way too neat. Yep. It was very, very nice. Very clean back there. It looked like uh, somebody who's 30 years of age that, that uh, you know, you have a woman in your life and she's going to kind of clean things up here a little bit. We're not going to leave out beer cans or coasters or, you know, video games. Yes. Yeah, Cause there should have been like a rack of hooks with all baseball hats on it somewhere along <laughs> the wall. That's where, that's where it should be right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Interesting comments from Tua Tonga-Vailoa about his rookie season. Have that for you coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Marion on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562 562- 
314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Get to more phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. NBA coming up tonight. Suns, Lakers, Nuggets, Blazers, Bucks at the Heat. Talking about the Heat. A couple of great performances last night. John Moran had 47 points in the loss to the Utah Jazz. And Derrick Rose scored 26 as the Knicks bounced back from that Game 1 setback. We'll talk to Mike Breen, who was on the call for MSG Network. He'll join us coming up at the top of the hour. I thought uh, Trevor Lawrence was good. He was uh, very polished there, said the right things. And, you know, it helps that you've been famous for a while, that you step into this. Like Zach Wilson, this is something new for Zach Wilson. Uh, This is something new for Trey Lance as well and his family and Zach Wilson's family. Yes, Trevor Lawrence has been famous since he was like 14. Yeah. You know, I mean, he did an interview on that once, I think around the national title game. And they're like, how are you dealing with all the attention and everything? He's like, I don't know. It's kind of always been this way. Yeah. You know, like ever since he was a kid. Yeah, McLevin. Yeah, but Justin Fields has also been super famous and he's very quiet. Like uh, he didn't do a lot of interviews around the draft. He said, I don't want to do anymore. I don't think we've had him on. No, I mean, he's been pretty quiet. That's how quiet he is. Not in a bad way. No. (laughs) We haven't had him on. He hasn't said a word to us yet. Thank you, Todd. Tua Tonga-Vailoa is kind of quiet. <laughs> you are the gift that just keeps on giving. <laughs> I do like the like, fact that you didn't beat uh, our last guest with Tim Tebow questions. Like you promised, you wouldn't overdo the Tebow I question. think I might have overdone it a little bit. I don't think bit. you did. I think I might have. I think you behaved yourself <laughs> with that. You weren't just trying to, you know... Move the needle by saying Tim Tebow's Move name over the and needle. Over again. The the last thing I'm going to be accused of is moving the needle. Moving the needle. Right. Brought to you by. Yes, I see. Did we get an official count on Tebow questions? I'm going to guess I went over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, and not purposely, mm-hmm. because he did say, you know, basically that you know, like I went longer than anybody else has gone with him without asking Tebow questions. Yes, Paul. You also did this weird thing where you alerted them that he's on the show and on the air before we started interviewing. Yes, I did. I didn't Same. want him. That's not the way to get good gun content. Yeah. I know. I know. What do you really think about Tebow? Tua Tonga Bailoa met with the media and he said something interesting because. When I heard it, I thought, you don't have to say this, probably shouldn't say this, but he did say this. Here is Tua Tonga-Vailoa, the Dolphins quarterback. I didn't actually know the, the playbook necessarily really, really good, and that's on no one else's fault, you know, but my fault. Our, our play calls were simple when, when I was in. You know, I didn't have alerts and checks, whereas now, you know, feeling more comfortable – you know, I can kind of maneuver my way, you know, through through these things now. Refreshingly honest, I would have advised him to not say that. You know, dive into the playbook and uh, you hope that they expand the playbook a little bit more for me this year. 
I'm going to guess there are other rookie quarterbacks who are in the same boat, have been in the same boat, and like, man, it was overwhelming. But you're Tua, you had time, you weren't starting right away, you could absorb it, you were behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then there was also conversation about him getting more familiarized with his teammates, getting to know them a little bit more. It just feels like this is still, it's a fluid situation here. Because it it feels like if Tua doesn't, as, as strange as this is going to sound, if Tua doesn't have a good year, a step up in numbers, the Dolphins are probably going to be in the market for a quarterback. And I still don't rule out Deshaun Watson going to the Dolphins. But look back on the Cardinals. Josh Rosen, and it wasn't all on Josh Rosen. It, it, it wasn't. That was one of the worst offensive lines I can remember seeing. And he didn't perform well. You're on the clock, number one pick. Got a you know, new coach. He comes in, he wants his guy, and, and uh, you know they draft Kyler Murray. Now, you already have your coach in place, and Brian Flores in Miami. So it's not one of those where he's going to bring in his guy since he came in from the Patriots, but you have cap room and you have draft picks. Tua feels like he's on the clock. Now, there was a report last year that he was sort of playing for his job. It was an audition, those last 11 games. And remember when that came out, we're like, wow, you're already on the clock? You're already auditioning for your job? And it felt like that because they were going to move on from Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have a high draft pick, and you have other draft picks. Would they? Will they regret not taking a quarterback? You know, the Jets didn't wait for Sam Darnold. They didn't get the team better. They didn't even give him a fair shot. The Rams gave up on Jared Goff. Eagles gave up on Carson Wentz. And Nick Foles. Bears gave up on Mitchell Trubisky. You, you normally get three years. And that's why I didn't understand Carolina, because you could have taken, unless they didn't have high grades on you know, Justin Fields or Mac Jones, and, and I certainly understand that if that's the case. But you take Sam Darnold. Let's say Sam Darnold's good. So now, what do you franchise tag him? He's going to cost you $34, $35 million. That'll be his salary. Okay, I, can Sam Darnold be that great for that team that's not ready to be great yet? I don't want to pay him $100 million. Now, he's still really young, and I hope he gets an opportunity to succeed. But it goes back to taking a, a quarterback on that rookie contract. That's how you build something. I don't want to be an average team, a sub-average team, and be paying my quarterback $100 million. Just don't. And that's what Carolina might be looking at. If Sam is good, really good, do you sign him to an extension? If not, do you franchise him? And then that number is going to be $34, $35 million. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, Paul. It's interesting. There's no middle ground anymore. You're either a quarterback for a team for three years and gone or 12 years. Like Patrick Mahomes is going to be there for over a decade. Baker Mayfield, it seems like he's on the other side of it, is probably going to get the long-term deal. He'll be the Browns quarterback for a full decade. But if you know that guy is going to be great, then you can sign Patrick Mahomes up to a 10-year deal for $450 million. Because I'm comfortable with him. Maybe you know halfway through this, this is going to look like a bargain. I already think it's a great team-friendly deal. Because I'm banking on Patrick Mahomes being great for the next decade. He'll be a bargain in five years. But if you're the Cleveland Browns, you can't be that confident in Baker Mayfield where you're going to go, we're going to give him a 10-year deal. The problem with the NFL is they don't have middle ground contracts for these quarterbacks. Like Lamar Jackson, are you, are you sold on him? If I said, would you give him a Mahomes deal? You'd say no. Would you give Baker Mayfield a Mahomes deal? And the answer is no. Would you give Dak Prescott one of those deals? Well, he got it. I wouldn't have. But, you know, Jerry pays everybody. Yeah, McLovin. Remember, Goff and Wentz got those deals, yeah. and they turned, they, they're gone already. Yep. Got them earlier. 
Like I, I, I gotta, I gotta wait. It's like with Baker. No, Deshaun Watson got his deal, but I, 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 you know, it's. I just need to see as much as I can possibly see. That's it. And I know that the quarterback may go, "Oh, you didn't believe in me," or "I'll prove you wrong." Yeah, go prove me wrong. Lamar Jackson, you gonna give him that kind of deal? Probably so. Coming up, the Knicks are back, at least for a night. We'll talk to Mike Breen. He was on the call last night as they they beat the Hawks. And Dominique Wilkins will stop by as well. Final hour coming up, Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out the second hour. It's Callaway. When Odyssey created their white-hot putters 20 years ago, it ignited a putting revolution. And the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putter insert of all time is back. Yep, the white-hot OG line of putters from Odyssey. Famous urethane insert that golfers everywhere have come to love. You love that feel. You love that sound. And Odyssey took it beyond a simple reintroduction. The original white-hot designs have been completely Reimagine the two ball, the Rossi, the number seven, the rest of the head shapes sport modern upgrades in fine surface milling, give you an ultimate premium look to inspire confidence when you're standing over the ball. And how much of putting is just confidence? White Hot OG Putters features the most popular insert of all time, a beautiful balance of nostalgia, craftsmanship that you have to see and feel and play to believe. Legendary then, iconic now. See the White Hot OG family of putters today at odysseygolf.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.